y'all. <laughs> start the show. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. E, the Life Savvy Queen, and I am here in order to give you some really good information. I have someone here with me that's going to give you some really, really good information. As I spoke before in the previous broadcast, um, I was starting from the back and kind of moving to the to the forefront uh, with information that I feel like you may need. And one of the things that was discussed was life insurance. It's like preparing for that time when we may not be here or our loved ones may not be here. So with that said, um, I have someone here with me today. His name is uh, Calvin Nunley. He's with State Farm Insurance and I felt like he would be the best person to give us this information, the things that we need to know. Uh, Mr. Nunley, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Dr. E. It's, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. And this topic is one of my favorite topics uh, to discuss with any and everybody, especially folks in our community. Uh, and I am so wholeheartedly uh, grateful to be here. Thank you so much. No, thank you. I hear that you're the, you're the man with the plan and you're the man to have in <laughs> reference to this topic. So I am actually excited about having you. Just just off the top, can you give me a little bit um, of a background on you? Like, you know, what made you decide to get into insurance? Sure, sure. So um, that's, a good, that's a good question. Uh, I... Once I graduated from college, I, grad I, uh, I have a degree in journalism, and I did that for several years in advertising. I wrote copy. I did a lot of things in that area, and uh, I came across, uh, number one, my sister, one of my sisters told me, she said, why don't you look into uh, insurance? You would, I think you would be really good at, with insurance, and I was like, I don't know anything about insurance other than, you know, you got to pay it. I don't know, and I was just totally oblivious. <clears throat> well, um, that led me to uh, interview with State Farm. Um, and back then, it was such a tough company to get into. And whether you had credentials or not, it didn't matter. They would, it, it took me six months to get on. <clears throat> and I started out in claims. And then I joined the National Catastrophe Team. That's what they called it back then. And I did claims for over 15 years. But while I was doing claims, uh, I would come across uh, individuals and I'm talking to customers. Hey, you know what? If you had more coverage on your car, you would have been able to do this and that thing. And, and it's not about the money. It's, and I'm, I'm actually pseudo selling out there and, and sending folks back to their agent to uh, buy more insurance. And so uh, I, was, I was all over the, uh, the country. I spent almost a year in New Orleans with uh, Hurricane Katrina. Oh, wow. And there were agents who would come by and say, hey, hey, where's this Kelvin Nunley guy? And I'm like, uh-oh, what did I do? And they would come up, thank you so much. That customer came in and, you know, they bought some insurance for me. Why don't you go in an agency? You would be a great agent. And I was like, no, I don't want to sell. I don't know anything about selling. And I remember distinctively this one agent said, insurance, selling insurance, yeah, it's selling insurance, but it's not selling insurance. You're only advising people. And that's what you do every day. 
and you would have a much greater impact advising people and telling them or giving them uh, opening their eyes to actually what insurance is. And I started thinking, and I go, okay. So uh, I, I did catastrophe for another year, and then uh, there were uh, openings for new agents, and that was 11 years ago. Uh, actually, 12 years ago. It took me a year to go through the program and open my agency in 09. And I look back on it, and I the one thing I do regret is that I didn't do it sooner. That's uh, to impact so many more lives. Uh, uh, and life insurance, uh, I love all insurance. It, it, it's, it, unless you're doing it, it, it is one of those things that you would say, oh my God, these people are calling me about insurance. I don't want to hear about insurance. So I don't understand all those numbers, but those numbers are so impactful. They change lives. Uh, and I've witnessed it. I've written life insurance for folks uh, who have come and gone. And although it's a horrible uh, time in their life to lose someone, but when you as an agent can go to that uh, wake or to that service or to that home uh, prior to the service or after the service and deliver a $500,000 check to this family, yeah. you know, that is impactful uh, to know that that person actually listened to you and understood the meaning behind leaving a legacy um even after they're gone to the you know hereafter uh so that's how i got into insurance i love it <laughs> absolutely i can hear that okay so let me ask you this you said you had a degree in journalism so if someone was yes. interested in getting into this field what skill set or education and or education do you feel like they would need in order to be successful in this field um definitely a high school diploma uh, you don't have to have you don't have to have a college degree to become an agent. However, uh, a college degree does help you, or an education, or some kind of background in education. Uh, one of the biggest things that you have to have is empathy and understanding, mm -hmm. and great listening skills and problem solving skills. So, uh, yeah, a degree helps because that's that's going to help you get in in. Uh, through any door. Uh, if someone is interested in becoming an insurance salesperson, the best thing to do is go talk to an insurance agent. And agents are always happy to talk to you and talk with you. State Farm has a program, it's called Agent Aspirant. Okay. Uh, and two of my former team members have actually, who, who worked for me, who came in uh, working for me as team members, uh, as salespeople for, under my agency are now State Farm agents. That's awesome. And they're doing very well. So uh, it took them about five, six years uh, to get through, uh, to understand the business aspect of it. So it's a great opportunity for anyone who says, hey, I want to be able to help somebody like that. How can I do that? And also, uh, you help yourself because it is a if you work hard, if you have a great team, and if you understand managing a business, you can become very successful and provide for your family, not only today, tomorrow, but even your children's children and your children's children's children. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's how you can set yourself up. Uh, so that's when I look at it, uh, you know, I was a little bit older when I got into agency, but we have agents starting out as early as 23, 24 years old, 25. Uh, a lot of agents, uh, their children 
uh, start working for them when they're 15, 16 years old. They're just learning the business and understanding the business. They get licensed at 18. They're working for their dad or working for their I mom's think that is cool. agent friend, and they keep it in the family. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful career. I those see little, it. Yeah, yeah. My office is 900 square feet, and you can't imagine uh, not that it's actual paper money that comes through the office, but the the millions of dollars and the millions of in, uh, ways we impact lives in that little small building. And I tell my team all the time, I say, you guys know 99.9% more than everybody in the world. And now you have to share that and get them through the process. Well, have you ever heard of, because I was just, you know, everybody know I'm kind of like the Google queen, so I like to know a little bit about everything, but have right. you ever heard of an organization it's called the National African, Amer African American Insurance Association? Have you ever heard of that? I, ha I have not. Ah, I have not. that's interesting because it is an association that is out there to help um, African Americans that are in the insurance industry to network with one another business to business. They Wonderful. also have a scholarship program. I didn't know quite why they had the scholarship program now, especially since you say you don't necessarily have to have the degree in order to get into it. It makes me wonder mm -hmm. if the program like the program that state Farm has, if it costs money for those people who are interested in getting in. Okay. So anytime you, we are independent agents. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting program. So that's why you want to, you, if someone's coming in, they, they, you really want to work for an agent so that you can learn the business because as an independent contractor, you have to negotiate your, your build out. You have to negotiate your contracts with the, 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 um, uh, your, uh, the property owner where you're going to lease your space. You have to negotiate salaries, all of those things that a business owner would make. Now, as far as opening your doors, uh, you may hear, you can hear all kinds of numbers. Oh, you need 50,000, you need 100,000, you need $200,000 to open the doors. That's not necessarily so, if you know how to do it. Yes. Uh, as an African-American uh, coming into the business, I had years of experience, so I had a little money behind me. However, I came from uh, a background that we were so poor, we didn't have the other O and the R to finish poor. <laughs> we were poor. And that's how I approached it. I was like, man, I'm not getting into this, I'm spending a whole bunch of money. Um, so like you have to buy furniture, okay? So when customers come to your office, you have to have furniture. One of the things that you don't do is go spend $25,000, $30,000 on brand new furniture. You know what you do? You go find you some furniture. My first furniture were fold-out tables. I got them for free. And I had some used uh, desks, and I rock and roll like that for a good three, four months until I realized, hey, yeah, you can do this. Okay, go ahead and buy you some furniture. You need to understand taxes and all those kinds of things. So do you need a lot of money? No, you need some money but you don't need a lot of money. It sounds like, you know, the best thing about it is that it sounds like it's a good opportunity for those people who are trying to find their way and who wouldn't mind getting into entrepreneurship. And then also that it's, a, it's an industry that you can't go without because no matter what, no, no matter what type of insurance it is, we have to have insurance. So it is, you know, a money-making uh, industry. We got to have it. Right. So let me get into insurance itself, okay? And so okay. just getting into insurance itself, I want to know 
what are the what are the major types of insurance? I know that there's like four different types of insurances out there, but when it comes to life insurance, what are the two major types of insurance? Can you explain that to the audience? Sure, sure. Two major types of life insurance are term life insurance and whole life insurance. And under those two terms, there are a plethora of all types of policies that can go under those policies, under those two different terms. Term insurance is exactly what it is. It's for a specific amount of time. So uh, the cheapest policy we have is a 10-year term policy. The death benefit, or if the person dies, pays out $100,000, okay? And let's say that person is 25 years old. That policy premium will probably be about uh, roughly $20 per month if they're in good health. They don't smoke or they don't have any underlying conditions. Mm -hmm. So they pay, the, they pay the $20 per month for the next 10 years. The premium will not increase. If they were to pass away, uh, State Farm would pay out $100,000 to their beneficiary. Let's say they live past those 10 years. They go into the 11th year. Now the policy is re-rated through our underwriting department. That's when you go and the underwriter says, this is how much this person has to pay for this policy because of these conditions, or they have super health. They don't have to pay $20 a month. They can, uh, we can insure them for $15 a month because they're height, weight proportionate and they run marathons, you know? mm -hmm. or they're a smoker. And instead of $20 a month, their policy is going to be $35 a month. Well, why is my policy $35 a month? Well, you smoke and smokers die sooner. That's why the rate would change. So now we take that 10-year term, and instead of being uh, 25 years old, now they're 35. So in the 11th year, the policy doesn't go away, but in the 11th year of that 10-year term, the policy is re-rated for a 36-year-old individual. That means the premium is going to increase at 36 in 30, at age 37, the premium is going to increase. At age 38, the premium is going to create. At age 39, the premium is going to uh, increase. Term policies are good. They're good to have because it's better than nothing. If something were to happen to you, at least you've got some money going to your family and your family, are, you know, they're going to be protected. They're real good for uh, young individuals to have. So you can get a 10-year term, a 20-year term, or a 30-year term. And the policy rate will remain the same. The other policy is called a whole life policy. Whole life policy is going to be a little bit more expensive because number one, the rate never changes. It will stay that rate the rest of that individual's life. And the death benefit also increases over time. So if we started out with a $100,000 policy and we go out 20 years, that uh, death benefit may now be 125, 125,000 instead of $100,000. The rate may be $60 starting out, but it's not going to decrease or it's not going to increase at all over the lifetime of that individual. The other caveat for a whole life policy is what we call cash value. So all insurance, uh, it is an investment. That's why so all the insurance companies take their premium dollars and they have to set aside a certain amount of premium to uh, uh, pay uh, all the deaths that occur. But they can also invest that premium because they know that their uh, investments are very secure and safe and they're not going to be risking your money. 
And so with a whole life policy, uh, you're guaranteed a certain percentage of cash value coming back to you from that policy. Now that cash value is based on the uh, 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 compound interest. So it takes about six years for it to mature. The more money you spend out on that policy, the more cash value you're going to receive to use for your benefit. It sounds so like a dividend. You know, it sounds like you're going to talk about stocks. It, talk, it sounds like a dividend. Kind of sort, because dividends are included in that cash value. So that cash value allows the individual to borrow money from their policy. The key word is borrow money from the policy. So let's say you have an individual. Uh, I'll give you a prime example. I had a customer in uh, 2010, 2011. The housing market had crashed in 08, 09, okay? This individual had about $200,000 in cash value, mm. okay? $200,000. He also had a death benefit on his life policy. Uh, if I remember right, I think it was like $600,000, $700,000. He, he got this policy when he was really young, and now he was in his 60s, early 70s. He came across a deal. His neighbor, um, the, 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 the neighbor had moved out. The home was in foreclosure. He needed $100,000 cash to buy that house. No bank would loan him the money because banks were scared to loan anybody any money. He borrowed $100,000 from his own life policy mm. and paid cash for that home. Five years later, move forward in the future, he sold that home for double what, it, what he paid for it five years prior. And he paid his loan back to his life policy so that he would have the full death benefit his cash value was restored. And if he needed to do it again, he would do it again. Guess what? No taxes on that money because you don't pay taxes on a loan. <laughs> now that's good stuff. I'm like, and he that's didn't lose anything. He did more good than anything. He gained. he gained. That's why when, when we are out here buying things that aren't going to return us anything, you know, and I know we all like things. We all like, you know, whatever we're going to like. But the one thing that you should invest in outside of a home is whole life insurance. Mm. Accidental death is where uh, typically most people don't die from an accident. Uh, the, the statistics just aren't there. So that's why that policy, uh, the premium payment is very low, $2.50 for $500,000, because the insurance companies, once again, know that you're probably not going to die from an accident. Most mm. people die from sickness, illness. And I mean, we can go down that tunnel all day long, but it's, it's a way for insurance carriers, a person, I mean, if you think about the number of adults in the United States, 100 million people, and if you get $2.50 from 25 million people a month, that's a lot of money at the end of the year and over 10 years. And then unfortunately a person dies and, you know, before they died uh, from sickness, the, they, they bring in the family. Well, I have a life insurance policy. Oh, grandmama got a life insurance policy. This is good. Did y'all look at it? We looked at it and it said insurance, but they don't know anything about what actually, and they call the insurance carrier and the insurance carrier puts them through all these crazy hoops about, send us the uh, death certificate and the death certificate says natural causes. And the insurance carrier says, well, this is an accidental death insurance policy and we're not paying anything out on it. And so now the family has a very bitter taste in their mouth about insurance, life insurance. 
and they're going, well, no, y'all cheated me out, cheated mom out of, that's because they never did really have an agent to explain to them uh, what, what they were purchasing. There's a lot of places you can buy insurance. You see them all the time online. If you do a search on, on uh, Facebook, Instagram will pop up, buy uh, $19.99 for a million dollar policy. Those are paper mills. You need to sit down with an agent or have a conversation with an agent who knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That will save you. Yeah. That's interesting. It sounds like it's a little bit of a hustle. Insurance companies got a little bit. We we knew that they be up to some sometime, but it sounds like they got a little hustle when they when they when they put that on. It's like that. We think we're getting a deal, and really, they make it. They making they making a little bit of killing. I mean, they I'm sure they have to pay sometime, but it sounds like most of the times they don't. Yeah, very rare, very mm. rare. You know, we hear about the accidents on the news. We hear about you know, unfortunately, the nine children that died last week that 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 happens but typically we get home uh we we all make it home at the end of the day Mm -hmm. uh we don't die from accidents and that's the that's the unfortunate thing but if you don't know uh you will fall down that trap now i gotta you gave a story you know when you was as you was explaining the different types of insurance and um you gave a story and within the story that you was telling you talked about, you mentioned a writer and a, a lot of people will be like a writer. What in the world? So can you mm-hmm. just go back for us people like myself, who's unfamiliar with insurance and can you explain what does it mean to have a writer and is it beneficial? Oh, absolutely. There's, there's so many different writers. Uh, let's say, let me use this example. We have a, a, a 20, 22 and 23 year old husband and wife and they have three small children. And they can only afford $50 a month for life insurance. We can't write all the children and the husband and wife for $50 a month. We just can't. However, there is a particular writer called, that State Farm Sales is called a children's term writer. So we can write the, the, the father for, you know, $20 a month. This, this would be a term policy. We write the mother for $20 a month. And then for $8.95, we can cover all three of the children for $20,000 each. Mm. If they had four children, if they had eight children, we could still cover the entire family for that same rate. That's a rider. So it actually, it's just like if you're driving down the street and you pick up a rider, they, they ride in your car for a specific period of time and then they fall off. As far as children, they fall off at the age of, I want to say on those riders, it's 25 years. I would have to you know, go into the quote just to make sure. Um, that's a type of a rider. Another rider is called a um, premium for disability uh, policy. What is it? Uh, so let's say you, you have a policy and uh, um, waiver for premium for disability. And it's actually a rider on the policy. So a single individual, t- uh, 35 years old, they buy, the, they buy a, a, a whole life policy. They're paying $100 a month. And then there's an additional fee that they're paying $2.95 per month. Just say, I'm just, uh, that's not an exact figure, but it's really cheap. And let's say that person, it can be a term. Uh, it can be a hold. It doesn't matter. But we put that waiver, waiver for premium for disability. That typical rider means that if that person ever becomes disabled and is clarified disabled by their own doctor, not State Farm's doctors, but their own doctor, State Farm will pay their premium for the rest of their life. Get out of here. Now, wonderful story. 
there was a gentleman, this didn't happen in my office, but a friend, a uh, friend of mine, Asian friend, a uh, gentleman uh, uh, had a, had a, a 10 year term policy term. And he bought it when he was like 35, 38, let's say 40 years old. And it lasted for 10 years. He didn't see the individual until he was like 48 or 49. It had been some years since he had seen the customer. The customer comes in in a wheelchair, him and his wife. And he said, what happened? I didn't, you got hurt. He said, yeah, two years ago, I had an accident, um, fell off the roof, and now I'm permanently disabled. So my agent buddy runs to his office, gets on the computer, pulls up the policy, and he says, oh, thank God, there's a waiver for premium for disability on this policy. My agent friend calls Life Company, or our life underwriters, and he explains the situation, and they say, how long has he been disabled? Mm-hmm. And he said, how long have you been disabled since, you know, two years ago? State Farm paid his premium that he had paid into the policy for the last two years, and he'll never have to pay another dime on that life policy. Awesome. Because he had that, that rider, that particular rider on the policy. So that, you know, riders are real uh, close to me. I, I, I believe in them. Uh, add the rider. If, uh, you, if we have a family where... Um, Let's say, we, and, and, and before the discussion was, uh, somebody has a term policy they, and, and they need X number of dollars for insurance. So uh, what we'll do is we'll, we can easily say, okay, we can give you a term policy. We'll write a term policy for $50 a month and we'll write another whole policy for $50 a month so that you have that consistent whole life policy that's earning cash value. You got this 10-year term for X number of dollars over the next 10 years because your, your, your son is 15 and you want to make sure he gets out of grad school and he can pay for grad school. So when he graduates from grad school, the term policy will fall off. Your policy will now only be $50, but you're gaining cash value and your death benefit is increasing. Mm-hmm. So the rider, we drop the rider off after 10 years on that term, but the car keeps on going and still moving on down the road. That's, that's what writers are. That's interesting. It seems like it can help you to afford, um, you know, some whatnots on your policy and also in adding other people onto your policy, especially for those families that do maybe struggling financially or just don't have that extra dollar to stretch, you know, to cover everybody for its insurance is concerned. Exactly. So writers with, with the children's term writers, those are, those are definitely for family impact. Now uh, I can't add my brother to my policy. But, you know, a family, a husband, a wife, you can do those. You can do an additional insured. That's another writer. Um, so if, if, if a husband says, well, we, we only want one policy. I want my policy to be 200000 And my wife is going to write on my policy for $100,000. By the time we're retired, the kids are graduated. Uh, the house is paid off. If something happens to me, the 200,000 goes to her. If something happens to her, all I need is 100,000. So once again, like you said, it reduces those expenses. But you know, the more you talk about the two different types of um, insurance, the main types of insurance, it sounds more like the whole policy or the whole life policy should be more a purchase when you're young. It's not, it's more for younger people than it is for people at a, at a later age. Not necessarily so, because as we get older, we have more disposable income. So I have a customer who came in and, you know, I didn't blink because I'm, I'm used to it. She wrote a policy for $1,000 a month. 
Mm. Well, she's uh, 57 years old. She's in good health, relatively good health. Uh, her both kids are on their own, married with their own children, and she understood what life insurance is. She understood that, you know, if I put this thousand dollar in, and you know, we would have to run, you know, the the every everybody is different, and she wanted to make sure she has her investments over here. I talked to her about life insurance. She said, "Hmm, that makes a lot of sense." And guess who the beneficiaries are on her life policy? Grandkids, I imagine. Who? Grandkids, grandkids. <laughs> Because she said if she's not here, she wants to make sure their education is paid for. Okay, but okay. All right. So I get that, um, you know, that makes sense. But we're looking at the fact that one is a, is later in age. Okay, that's that's one thing. So I can understand. I guess if you, you know, I guess if you feel like you have time considering she was in good health. But doesn't it take a little while for insurance policies to even kick in, whether you get a term or a whole? Like, I mean, if I bought one, you know, in, I don't know, September, and then, you know, I pass away in October, I mean, is my insurance, the life insurance valid? If we were having an appointment right now, today is the 23rd of June, and you bought a policy, whether it was term or whole, with State Farm, as long as you give me the premium for the policy, if the good Lord brought you home by the time you got to your car out of my office or by the time you touched, walked out of my office or by the time you signed, State Farm would honor that death benefit. That's interesting. Okay, so now I got a curveball for you because they tell me you're the man with the plan. A lot of times people get life insurance and they'll get it through their jobs. And I have mm -hmm. always been taught that that's like a no-no because, you know, when, you, when that ends you know, the insurance ends. I guess I want to know, do you feel like that is a good idea? And if not, can a person hold multiple policies? Um, your job is a great source for life insurance. It's good to have that because the rate is so cheap. It's all based on the law of large numbers. So if an insurance company comes into a, 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 a company that has 100 employees, 10 employees, 50 employees, my, my entire office, we have a basically a job life policy. Uh, and then we have individual life policies that we actually own that no one can control because when an employee leaves their job, That's guess what goes away? Mm -hmm. The insurance. Mm -hmm. And so you want to get that ownership of that life policy as soon as you possibly can. That's why life insurance, you know, my son, he's 16. He has four life policies. Four. Okay, but then how did, how did, wait a minute, if you got four life policies, God forbid something happened to your son, how is that handled for payout? Well, it's not about the payout for me. I don't care about the payout. He's going to use those funds for school. He's going to use them for, he's going to get those life policies signed over to him at certain ages. Uh, when he gets his um, bachelor's, he gets one. When he gets his um, a graduate degree, he gets another one. And then when he's 35, he gets one more. And then when he's 40 or 45, he gets the final one. He doesn't know this, but I know it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he, he'll be able to start a business. He'll be able to take the cash value. He'll never, ever have to worry about life insurance for his, hopefully, uh, his children. Uh, and you can do so many more things with them. I'll tell you this, Dr. E, one of the things that amazed me about life insurance was when I first started in the business and uh, this agent, he's now retired. Um, 
he pulled up his account, his whole life insurance. And he said that his dad had been buying State Farm life insurance for him since he was the age of 14. He would go more yard and get paid $3 and his dad would take all the money. And he said, I would be so mad with my dad. And he pulled up his account and there were, as far as the, when I added up all the different policies, so you can't own multiple policies, it was seven figures mm. in cash value. Not Ooh, that you made me want to run in the office. Look, you made me want to run in the office. I'm like, wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what you can do with that money, that, would, that money would change lives, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. It would change it, my life. You know? <laughs> It, it, it would absolutely change lives. And so with my son, I rationalized the fact that, you know, I didn't start out as early as I, sh- as I, as I knew to. Uh, I have life insurance, but I didn't start out as early as I knew to. So when he was two, uh, an agent friend of mine, I wasn't an agent at that time. I was on the claim side. And she said, uh, you're going to buy this policy for him and you're going to sign it right now. And I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> And had I known what I knew, what I know now, I wouldn't right. have purchased those other three policies. I would have put all that money into those, into that very first one. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That that policy is called a 15 pay. So he's 17 next year. And uh, I actually get a pay raise because I'm done paying for that policy for life. And that's a whole life policy. It's a sink. It's a, it's, it's called a pay policy. Basically you pay them out over a period of 10 years, 15 years or 20 years. And those policies are beautiful to have too. So, absolutely and it's whole. Yes. absolutely i'm saying like oh my god look i got a doctor you feel like she usually have a plan but i'm like i might have to revamp the plan but it, it but i do think it's very important well let me i'm, I'm gonna come to close but before i do that i want to know you know what is it that you feel like we need to know when it comes to life insurance because i'm sure that i didn't touch on everything so i want right. to know what is it that you feel like that the audience need to know just hands down about life insurance, what we need to do. Give us your insight. One of the things that I always talk about is the word life insurance. We are so confused and we, we, and and we've been, we've been miseducated and misguided as far as what life insurance is. We think of it as death insurance, but the word life has nothing to do with death. So if you die, guess what? Your life insurance will allow your legacy to continue. So you still live through that life policy. And that's if, if, if you write one today and, and the good Lord takes you home today. However, with whole life insurance, life insurance really becomes about living insurance. Mm. So you can take, you can become your own banker with that whole life policy. And instead of uh, going to the bank and asking for a $20,000 loan on a car that they're going to charge you 15%, 18%, you can get that money out of your life policy as long as you've put that time and that money and that 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 uh, and made that impact on that growth on that policy, and your uh, interest rate would be significantly less than what the bank would charge you. So in essence, you become your own banker, mm. get the loan, and and as if you're making payments every month to the bank, you're making payments every month to yourself. So it's all about self-investing through life insurance. And if something were to happen to you, you still have the death benefit to pay off that 
your, your beneficiary would pay off that uh, uh, car loan and, you know, or, or would benefit from the benefits of the, 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 the policy in and of itself, the car will be paid off because we would just subtract what we loaned out on the policy. So that's what life insurance is. It has a lot of gears to it, but it's very simple. Now, one thing I would tell anybody to do is please contact me, please contact your agent, and let us sit down either over the phone. I know we're still going through the pandemic, but we are meeting customers at our office now uh, by appointment. Uh, we practice all the COVID protocols because in our community, we still have to be even more careful uh, than what the state of Texas says we should be. Uh, I'm just not ready for the full, you know, hey, come on in. Uh, so we have shields, we have uh, thermometers, we have masks if there's no mask uh, available for the person or if they didn't come in with a mask. But just sit down with, uh, give us a call, 214-333-0404. We're fully licensed. We have a lot of experience out of our office. Uh, we just try to do what's best for our customers because the last thing we want to do, uh, we, we want to hear uh, is someone had to pass around the plate to be buried. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a sad day. And life insurance will certainly ease your mind on that. And everybody has some money. If you're a working adult, you have some money to afford a life policy. That's my message to any and everybody. Uh, you can find the money. It's there. And it will benefit you in the end. Well, I want to say thank you very much for coming out because it was an absolute pleasure to have you. It seems like, you know, it seems like um, you will be the best person to contact, not only to just get life insurance policy, but to learn how to work your life insurance policy because Absolutely. it seems like there is a plan. You know, yes. you can't just get it. You got to know how to <laughs> work know. it. You know, Dr. So it's e. Like <laughs> Dr. E, you said it. You said it. <laughs> thank so, you so much for that. Listen, one more time, only because I need for people, and please say it slowly, this phone number, slowly. Go ahead and tell them one okay. more time who you are, full name, and slowly, that number, so we can give you a call and get yes, things rolling. Yes, ma'am. Call Kelvin Nunley, State Farm agent, Kelvin Nunley. Our phone number is 214-333-0404. We'd be glad to help you, help you develop that plan. You don't have to have a lot of money to start out. We can get you to where you need to be, but please consider investing in life insurance for yourself, for your family, for your legacy, and protect that family and that legacy. Thank you, Dr. E. It's been a pleasure. I, I had so much fun here today. <laughs> well, I am glad, and I appreciate you coming and sharing your knowledge. I'm hoping that everyone enjoyed this information. I know that it's not a lot of shuck and job talk, but at the same token, I feel like the information can be very beneficial, you know, and, and hopefully everybody played this episode over and over again to make sure that they're learning and they know how to take this information and make it work for them. Thank you again, and, you, and, and, and I hope you even t tune in and have other people oh, tune I will. in. You know? <laughs> we will. We will. We're, we're going to post this uh, on our on our webpage. So don't worry. We will watch it. We will play it back for customers. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you for tuning in to Encouraging Your Dreams with Dr. Easterlin. If you would like to reach out to Dr. Easterlin, please email her at info at guidingcreativeminds.org. We also encourage you to follow Dr. Easterlin on both Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with what's going on.